0: We all know that everybody makes mistakes and mistakes happen in the gym just as often as anywhere else. I've made many of these mistakes before myself. Most of these mistakes come from believing in exercise myths that are completely and totally untrue. What's really great is that today you could learn from someone else's mistakes to make sure that you're not making the same mistakes yourselves in your workouts. The first mistake is using high reps to build toned and defined muscles. Many people, especially women, are afraid of going heavy because they think that going heavier will build bulkier muscles. This is definitely far from the truth. Going heavy will not build bigger muscles, especially for women because your testosterone levels are much lower than for men. Bulking up is influenced a lot more by how you eat and your hormones than by your rep range. Saying that high reps can do a better job at building defined muscles is completely false and isn't backed by any kind of scientific or logical evidence. To get more defined muscles, we simply have to lose body fat. And going for high reps with lighter weight will not help us burn any more body fat than going with lower reps with heavier weight. The way that you get defined muscles is by focusing on your nutrition, not your rep range. Okay, guys? The second mistake is one in which we forego results for comfort. You see the truth is that there are only a handful of exercises that truly determine if you'll see results from your workout program. Whether your goals are to try to build big massive muscles or to burn more body fat, the exercises that are most effective are oftentimes the hardest to do. These exercises put the biggest strain on our muscles, our nervous system, and our will. Which leads us straight to making mistake number two, and that's substituting these proven, effective, challenging exercises with ineffective, useless exercises. The handful of exercises that will truly make a difference are exercises like pull-ups, barbell squats, bent-over rows, deadlifts, bench presses, overhead military presses, lat pull-downs, clean-in presses, snatches, and lunges. There are a bunch of other great free-motion, free-weight exercises that I didn't mention, like barbell curls and skull crushers that can really help you get the results that you're looking for out of your workouts. The key is to stick to barbells, dumbbells, and cables with a free range of motion and to stick to proven, old-school, basic lifts. The exercises that we want to avoid and maybe only supplement a workout program with are all of those selectorizer machines and hammer strength machines that we see lined up in a gym that are locked into a range of motion. You see people that want to get in and get out of the gym, sit on one machine, then move to the next, then the next, then the next, and then come back in the next week and do the same thing again and again. And they never get any visible results. Point is, stop choosing the easy exercises over the ones that count. Stop doing squats on a smith machine or leg presses and get under a barbell and do some real squats. It might hurt more, but it will also yield way more as well. The third and probably the biggest mistake that I see people making in their workouts is not hitting failure. Most people don't even know what failure actually is. They think that when they start to feel fatigued and the weight starts getting heavy and harder to lift, that's considered failure. This kind of mentality will cause you to stop your set two to three reps short of truly hitting your failure mark. The reason why you want to hit failure is because of a concept known as progressive overload. We know that by overloading the muscles, by gradually increasing stress, we get direct responses from the body in the form of strength gains, muscle gains, and more calories being expended potentially leading to more fat being burnt. I know there are some people that are against hitting failure, but let me ask you for your opinion. Logically, what better way could you possibly imagine overloading your muscles in a workout than by hitting a point where you can't lift the weight anymore? That sounds by definition like overload to me. I'm well aware that a lot of people are starting to disagree with the concept of failure. And knowing this, I still can't possibly disagree with these people more. We have to overload the muscle to get the muscle to adapt to a higher level of stimulation. Please tell me a better way to do this than by hitting failure. Failure has been used as an invaluable tool by all the greats including Arnold Schwarzenegger, Muhammad Ali, and without hitting failure, I know I would have never gotten the results that I got from lifting weights. The next workout mistake has to do with what happens After the workouts done. There are still a handful of people that believe in such a thing as an anabolic window. An anabolic window is a supposed short period of time directly after the workout in which you have to get your post-workout protein shake in or else you won't get the gains and maybe will even lose some muscle mass. This is completely ridiculous and I have to say that this is a mistake that I used to make to the point where I would force down my protein shake so close to my workout that I would literally throw up and immediately go make a new one. If you have your shake 30 minutes after your workout or an hour after your workout, you'll still get the same gains and you won't lose any muscle, I promise you. I've even experimented with fasting for long periods after a workout and haven't lost any muscle mass. The anabolic window is complete bro science, most likely invented by supplement companies that could profit off of it. The last mistake that many form-obsessed people will make is not using cheat reps. This ties into the mistake of not hitting failure. Again, if we really want to overload the muscle in order to build that muscle, then using cheat reps at the end of the set when fatigue sets in is a great strategy. Many people will have that fatigue set in and because they can't do a perfect curl or a perfect row without using some momentum, they just put the weight down. Form is very important and to get the best out of your workout, your form should be flawless in the beginning. As you near the end of your set, your form should get a little sloppy if you're using a weight that's actually challenging you. Rather than just stopping, you want to work those cheat reps in and use some momentum to really overload that muscle. So that's it guys, those are my top 5 biggest myths and mistakes that I see people making in their workouts. This was honestly a very easy video to make because I can go on and on about the mistakes that I see people making at the gym. Thanks for watching remember to leave this video a big thumbs up to comment below and to subscribe to this channel to see more tips and tricks just like this one. I'll see you guys next time. Time,